1: Disney is grooming children. That is the topic we'll discuss today, right here on the Christian Worldview radio program, where the mission is to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. I'm David Wheaton, the host. The Christian Worldview is a non radio ministry funded by listeners just like you, and also our national sponsor, Samaritan Ministries, who provide a biblical and frankly far better alternative to mainstream health insurance. You can connect with us by calling our toll-free number, one 646 2233 or by visiting org. Just a couple things before we get into the preview for today's program. The first is that last week on the program, when we interviewed the pastor in Ukraine, in Kiev, I was consistently misstating the name of the organization that is helping aid that pastor and the church in Ukraine. I was saying LifeGate International. It's actually LifeGateWorldwide.org, LifeGateWorldwide.org. We had it correct on our website, but I was saying it wrong throughout the interview. So if you do want to support that organization to help that pastor and their church and the seminary over there, you can go to LifeGateWorldwide.org or just go to our website, TheChristianWorldview.org, where there's a link to them. The second thing I'd like to say today is much more sobering. Last week, after six weeks in the hospital, Dan Celia went to heaven to be with his Lord. You might know Dan as the president of Financial Issues Stewardship Ministries and the host of Financial Issues Radio Program and also a burgeoning television network. He was a guest on the Christian Review many times, the last time in mid-October 2021. And even before Dan entered ministry many years ago, he was highly successful in business. But let me tell you everything you need to know about Dan Celia by quoting him. He said this, quote, My greatest blessings worth talking about have been coming to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ as a result of Charles Stanley's ministry, my marriage, children, grandchildren, receiving my second master's degree in theology, being ordained in 2001 and my service in the military from 1971 to 1977. Beyond that, the rest is insignificant, unquote. Dan Celia was blessed with a wonderful wife, Yvonne, two daughters and seven grandchildren, so please pray for them during this time of loss. It was a privilege to call Dan a friend and fellow follower of Christ. Life churns on. Despite this loss, and those of us who remain must continue to run the race that Dan ran so well for God's truth in the gospel. And so today, we are going to talk about proclaiming God's truth to a lying and fallen world, and protecting our children from those seeking their destruction. Now, you may have heard that the U.S. Senate has voted to confirm Ketanji Brown Jackson to the U.S. Supreme Court, despite the fact that she refused to define what a woman is quote, doesn't hold a position on whether individuals possess natural rights, unquote, and consistently sentence those convicted of child pornography to less than recommended prison terms. In a similar vein of God rejection, Disney, the iconic corporation that operates theme parks and produces popular films, has openly declared its intent to promote and affirm homosexuality, and so-called transgenderism to young children. Now, these current events are extremely troubling indicators that our country has been, quote, given over to a depraved mind, Romans 128 one that is an open rebellion against God and his word. And so Robert Knight joins us today on the Christian Real He's a columnist for the Washington Times. He's going to talk about this evil intent behind Disney's grooming of children, because that's what it is, and what Christians should think and do in response. Let's get to the interview with Robert Knight. Robert, so good to have you back on the Christian Worldview radio program. I want to start out by just reading a couple paragraphs from an article off CNBC, where it says, The Walt Disney Company is now publicly opposing Florida's controversial, as they call it, don't-say-gay bill. That's how they termed it. Florida passed its don't say gay bill earlier this week which forbids instruction on sexual orientation and gender identity in public schools for kindergarten through 3rd grade. On Wednesday, the CEO of Disney, Bob Chapek, addressed the company's stance on the bill and acknowledged the company's original approach quote didn't get the job done. Chapek told shareholders that he will meet with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Disney will donate $5 million to organizations, including the Human Rights Campaign, a homosexual lobby campaign, the biggest one in the country, that works to protect LGBTQ plus rights. Quote, the governor's position has not changed, the statement read. This is Governor DeSantis of Florida. Disney is known as a family-friendly company that creates wholesome entertainment for kids. The same Florida parents who take their families to Disney also support parental rights in education because they do not want their young children exposed to inappropriate content about sex and gender theory at school, unquote. That came from the governor's office. Disney, a couple more paragraphs here, has made diversity and inclusion, there's that phrase we hear all the time, diversity, equity, and inclusion, a major part of its corporate policies and storytelling across theme parks, movies, and TV shows. Chapek, meanwhile, the CEO, said Disney is reassessing its approach to advocacy, including its political giving in Florida. He went on to say, I called DeSantis this morning to express our disappointment and concern that if legislation becomes law, it could be used to unfairly target gay, lesbian, non-binary, and transgender kids and families, Chapek said. The governor heard our concerns and agreed to meet with me and LGBTQ plus members of our senior team in Florida to discuss ways to address that. So, Robert, here's the question. Disney loudly objected to this Florida bill, banning the teaching of I'll, I'll go beyond just inappropriate. I'll just say perverse sexual ideology to young children in public schools. Disney, as this article mentioned, has a reputation for being family friendly and making films in the theme parks and so forth. But children are Disney's really largest consumer base. I know adults go too, but children are really the, the target market. So what is behind Disney's desire to persuade and affirm young people in homosexuality and the lie that they can somehow change their gender?
2: It's driven from within because they have a large, very loud LGBTQ group of employees who constantly push for changes in Disney products to reflect queer themes, as they call them. And then there's the media, uh, which are relentlessly pushing uh, the LGBTQ agenda. You know, a lot of these reporters and editors miss the civil rights movement, and they think this is this is their hour to be cutting edge and expanding equality. So they've adopted the the gay rights movement. I'll just use that as the shorthand for all of it as their cause. The Disney company should be the last company to grovel before this incredibly aggressive lobbying group, uh, because as you said, David, their market is children. The thing about the LGBTQ pressure groups is that they're never satisfied, and I pointed this out in other columns. You give them 95% of what they want, and then they attack you and say so you didn't give us the five, the five percent. I mean, this is how they win. In fact, the Human Rights Campaign, which you mentioned, is the largest gay pressure group in the country and has a multi-million dollar budget. They're, they're the biggest. Uh, they turn down the donation from Disney saying, oh, no, we we think you didn't oppose this bill fast enough or aggressively enough. So until you show you're a stronger ally, uh, we're not going to have anything to do with you. So what did Bob Chapek, the Disney CEO, do? He apologized yet again and said, oh, we're going to have to prove we're a, a strong ally of, of you people. You know, forget the children. Um, you know, they, they couldn't care less what happens to kids. You know, we when you figure that this movement is is telling us that a five-year-old can choose his or her own gender. And you're talking about kids that won't be eligible to oh buy tobacco or alcohol for another 13 years, and yet they could make life-changing decisions about their gender, and that the parents should be barred from interfering in any way. No wonder a majority of Floridians and people across the country support laws like the one that Governor DeSantis signed, This is the least they can do is protect kindergartners through third graders from being sexualized in the classroom. They say, oh, this is controversial. Uh, No, it isn't. The, The sexualization of children is what's controversial. This bill had big support, still does, will continue to have it. And Disney is going to take a beating over this, and they should.
1: Robert Knight with us today on the Christian Realview Radio program. He's a columnist for the Washington Times. His website where you can sign up for his weekly column is roberthknight.com. Or you can just email him directly, Robert Knight and the number four at gmail.com. Now, often those on the left, those who are pushing the most ungodly, unbiblical laws upon this country. Use this tactic of euphemism when they have a, a bill like the Affordable Care Act is how it was called, The basically the push towards universal health care coverage. Now, the opposite was used with this bill, Robert. The bill was misrepresented by those opposing it and, of course, by all the mainstream media followed suit. They called it the Don't Say Gay Bill. How is that tactic of
2: misrepresentation used to achieve their ends? This is the main tactic of the left, changing the language to suit their agenda and then forcing it on everyone. I mean, even the word gay, let's face it. I mean, they changed homosexuality to gay uh, because it's a nice word. It sounds harmless. It sounds uh, celebratory. That was a coup and they they pulled it off. Uh, Abortion is just choice or it's reproductive freedom. Or sometimes if they use the word abortion, it's abortion care as if it's something really nice. Uh, happening for mom, mom and child. <laughs> they do this all the time, and the Don't Say Gay bill is more evidence of it. Uh, there's nothing in there that says that that is what the bill is about. But the way the media slavishly obeyed the LGBT lobby should wake people up. They get whatever they want, and if you don't give it to them, they say you're hateful, you're bigoted. I think this is wearing thin on people, David. I think uh, this they've gone too far. I think. Uh, Disney backing the sexualization of kindergartners is a bridge too far for most people, even Democrats. Uh, This is going to come back and bite them.
1: Robert Knight with us today. Now, I want to play a soundbite, Robert. This is from a Disney executive producer. Her name is Latoya Raveno for Disney. And here's what she had to say about what they're trying to do as they produce content for children.
3: I love Disney's content. I grew up watching, you know, all of the classics. They have been a huge, like, informative part of my life. But at the same time, like, I worked at small studios most of my career, and I'd heard, you know, hear whispers. Like, I'd heard things like, oh, you know, they won't let you show this at a Disney show. And I'm like, okay. So I was a little, like, sus when I started. But then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard on my little pocket of like, you know, proud family, Disney TVA. um, The showrunners were super welcoming Meredith Roberts. And like the, the, our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my, like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like, I, I feel like, I felt like it was, I mean, like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must have happened in the last, Like, like they're turning it around. They're going hard. And then all that, like momentum that I felt like that sense of I don't have to be afraid to like, let's have these two characters kiss. Let's in the background. Like I was just wherever I could just basically adding queerness to like if you see anything queer in the show. But like, I I just was like, no one would stop me and no one was trying to stop me.
1: Okay, that was Latoya Ravenel. The executive yeah. producer at Disney, and truly a very troubling soundbite, basically saying that her perception of Disney before she started to work for them was that, though they're very family-friendly, they, they won't they allow things that are controversial or sexualizing children. But when she came to work there, all of a sudden she found out how, quote-unquote, welcoming they are, and she has a not-so-secret gay agenda, as she, as she called it. And now she has the momentum be, to be adding queerness everywhere. So Robert, boycotts of this kind of thing, that's often what the natural reaction is, you know, not support the company, hurt them financially but not going and so forth are are often ineffective because so many of these big companies are so godless. And woke is not a strong enough word. This is just godless, perverse targeting
2: of children. And I I'd go beyond that, David. I'd call it evil. Y- yeah? They're openly promoting evil. When you right. sexualize children, you're you're promoting evil. They're doing it in schools all over the country, and and a lot of parents are up in arms over it, which is a good thing. This is the silver lining of the COVID pandemic where they got to see online what the kids were being taught, and they were shocked at how explicit these sex lessons are, even for little kids. But Did you hear how giddy this woman was Mm -hmm. about how she can get away with anything? I mean, they think they're in the driver's seat. Uh, The the, the arrogance is just uh, profound, and pride goes before a fall. And they're always pushing pride. In fact, June pride month is coming up and they'll be pushing it on all cylinders. But parents are woken up too now. Uh, They get it. They realize their kids are being brainwashed, uh, not only in sexual matters, but also in critical race theory, uh, in socialist economics. Uh, The schools are rotten and, and Americans are learning that and. They're looking for alternatives, and I recommend highly uh, homeschooling and pulling your kid out of the public schools and getting them in a Christian school if you can, Mm -hmm. at the same time not being quiet about what the public schools are teaching or what the entertainment uh, media are serving up. They're relentlessly pushing godless agendas, and we shouldn't be buying any products from Disney at all. And by the way, you know, they say boycotts don't work, but that's not that's not true. Disney was boycotted years ago uh, when they started delving into this kind of stuff. And the pro-family groups got together. They, they they got unified, and Disney executives met with us. I was with Family Research Council at the time, and they pledged to clean up their act, and they did. They, they sold off the Miramax Film Division, which was showing R-rated films. They pulled back in their content that was starting to push the gay agenda. That was fine for a few years, but... You know how the Jesus warned about the banishing a demon, yes. uh, sweeping it clean, and then seven more come in that that seems to be the case here with Disney they're going full tilt evil yeah. and uh, they need to be taken to account for it. Look at the uh, consumer universe that they occupy. It's all parents I mean parents have enormous power if they just use it.
1: You're right, Robert, and Robert Knight joins us today here on The Christian Worldview. We need to take a brief pause, help us sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians, and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ by becoming a Christian Worldview partner. Just call 1-888-646-2233, visit thechristianworldview.org, or write to Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota,
0: 55331. Pastor James Coates was arrested and sent to prison a couple of weeks ago in Canada. What did he do? He held a church service.
4: And it isn't the government's responsibility to protect us from a virus. What's their responsibility to protect our God-given rights? Two days after that
1: sermon, Pastor James Coates was arrested and imprisoned. He has now co-authored an important book titled God Versus Government, Taking a Biblical Stand When Christ and Compliance Collide. God versus government is 208 pages, soft cover and retails for 17.99. You can order a copy for a donation of any amount to the Christian Worldview. Go to thechristianworldview.org or call one 888 or write to box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota 55331. That's 1-888-646-2233 or thechristianworldview.org. David Wheaton here, host of the Christian Worldview radio program. Listeners are often surprised to learn that we as a ministry pay to broadcast on the radio station, website, or app on which you are listening today. That expense is recouped through listeners like you making a donation or becoming a Christian Worldview partner. Our aim is to have each broadcast outlet fully supported by the listeners of that outlet. If you'd like to help us in our mission to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ, go to thechristianworldview.org and click on Donate. You can also call toll-free 1-888-646-2233 or write to Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota 55331. Specify how you listen, as that helps us decide whether to continue on a given outlet. And be sure to select one of our resources as a thank you for your support. And welcome back to The Christian View. I'm David Wheaton. Visit our website, thechristianrealview.org, where you can subscribe to our free weekly email and annual print letter. You can order resources for adults and children and support the ministry. Now back to the interview with Robert Knight. I heard someone say this, that the boycotts can be effective, as you just said, but there's something even more important than that. It's not so much even about hurting Disney financially. It sometimes can be hard to do. They're so big, and all these companies are all on board with this really godless, evil leftism, this uh, toxic ideology. But it's not so much about hurting them financially, although that would be nice so that they're not rewarded financially for what they're doing. But it's really about you need to protect your own children from these from these yeah. people who are trying to influence them. So my question for you is it seems like it's so universal across the educational system in our government. President Biden will hopefully get to that soundbite a little later where he's promoting Transgender Day and so forth. It's so rife and so ingrained in so many elements of our society. It seems like there's there's a grooming element going on, like you're grooming children to be preyed on. It's sort of like drag queen story hour. You know, the public library invites a transgender, which is kind of a misnomer. They're just just playing make believe, but they bring someone in to read to children, little children, as a, as a point of influence and to normalize and to desensitize anyone's natural resistance to something like that. Do you think there's a grooming element going on here with Disney, Robert?
2: Oh no doubt about it. They're they're setting them up uh, to identify uh, as the opposite sex, uh, to uh, pursue sex with same sex partners. I mean this is a perverse agenda. It couldn't be more perverse now that it's aimed at kids. You know for years the gay activists said hey it's a terrible libel that uh, you're saying we're going after kids. That's the last thing we want to do. We just want to be left alone. Well, we know by now that uh, that's not the case, uh, that they they want more than being left alone. They want it advocated. They want it celebrated. They want to talk to children. Uh, They're relentlessly pushing this on everyone. And they're punishing people who are standing in the gap against it. But, you know, it doesn't take that many. Look at Governor DeSantis. Here's a governor in whose own state Disney has a huge footprint economically, and yet he's taking them on. On behalf of kids, he says, and parents. This guy's a champ. He, he's a model for the rest of the country. These Republicans had better find their voice on these issues because the Democrat Party has gone completely left-wing, and is and is perverse at this point. I'll just say it. At one point, we could agree to disagree, but no longer. They're acting like an enemy within. They're going after our kids. They're wrecking our economy. <laughs> They're wrecking America. I mean, you could go on and on about the border open, with drugs pouring in. I think there'll be a huge uh, Republican tsunami in New- November, but there has to be a lot more before that. The surge is so relentless toward undoing the moral structure of America. And I think it's begun. I think uh, the, you'll see a huge pushback against Disney. You're seeing a big pushback in the schools. Conservatives are taking out these left-wing school board members, and I think we're going to see a lot more of that.
1: Robert Knight with us today on the Christian Worldview. His email address, if you'd like to contact him directly to sign up for his weekly column, is Robert Knight and the number four at gmail.com. Now let's get to one more soundbite from the Disney's manager of diversity and inclusion, because every every company needs a manager of diver- diversity <laughs> yeah. and inclusion. This is Vivian Ware. And here's what she has to say about the fact that they're not going to be using gender labels anymore.
4: Last summer, we, we removed all of the um, gendered greetings in relationship to our life skills. So we no longer say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Um, we, we've trained, we, we've provided training for all of our, our cast members in, in relationship to that. So now they know it's it's hello, everyone, or hello, friends. We, we are in the process of changing over those those recorded messages. And so many of you are probably familiar when we brought the fireworks back to the magic kingdom. We no longer say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we say dreamers of all ages. And so I love the fact that it's opened up the creativity, the opportunity for our cast members to look at that. We, we have our cast members working with merchandise, working with food and beverage, working with, with all of our guest facing areas where perhaps, you know, we, we want to create that magical moment with our cast members, with our guests. And we don't want to just assume because someone might be, um, in, in our interpretation, maybe presenting as female, that they may not want to be called princess. So let's think differently about how do we really engage with our guests in a meaningful and inclusive way that makes it magical and memorable for everyone.
1: That was Vivian Ware, Disney's director or manager of diversity and equity, you know, basically saying, we don't want to call people boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's dreamers of all ages. Is this kind of alternate reality perversion, telling people that you can be whatever gender you want to be when, in fact, you cannot. Is this kind of perversion good for Disney's bottom line? I mean, after all, almost all corporations hold to this depraved ideology now. What you're hearing from her at Disney is the same corporate boardroom speech that you'll hear other places, Google, Facebook, Apple, you name it. Is worldview the bottom line? more than profit being the the bottom line, or are they just counting on people to either not notice or to forget what they stand for?
2: I think their reading of the American people is that we're just a nation of hedonists at this point, And so we want to give kids anything that makes them happy and we don't want to sacrifice uh, and, and leave Disney out of the mix. Uh, I don't believe that's the case anymore. It might've been at one time, but things have gotten so bad, so perverse that Disney is going to be seeing a big loss at the theme parks, the movie theaters. They seem to be doubling down. Uh, The company is reinstating a lesbian kiss in the upcoming cartoon animated feature Lightyear, you know, with Buzz Lightyear, part of the Toy Story franchise. Uh, That's in your face, you know. And then you had the uh, diversity director that you just featured, David, uh, basically saying, we're going to ruin the princess franchise. You know how important Disney princesses have been for their bottom line and for lots of little girls? They just love being princesses. They're taking that away from them. They're saying, oh yeah, some guy can be a princess too. It's so perverse. It's as if the people in raincoats standing outside the schoolyard with candy in their pockets are now in charge of entertainment, of our big companies, uh, of the media. The American version of Sodom and Gomorrah is continuing apace. And the only thing that's going to stop it, is a Christian revival. And until that happens, in the meantime, Christian resistance.
1: Well said. Robert Knight with us today on The Christian Realview. If you'd like to sign up for his free weekly column that he writes for The Washington Times, we recommend you do. You can go to his website, RobertHKnight.com. We also have it linked at org, So you can go to our website and link right over to Robert's website. Just one more. Question on this and and we we bring this up here that it seems like an easy target look at disney 's doing they 're promoting what 's ungodly and so forth, and it's harming children and But what we are trying to say is be informed about what 's going on don't be misinformed and just think Disney is out there to, to you know have your son or daughter walk with Mickey or Minnie Mouse and go to one of the theme parks and it 's all safe and good so there there's an informing element of our conversation today but it 's also I think helpful to understand the worldview that 's at work here. It helps us understand the fallen corrupt nature of mankind and where it goes when it 's not redeemed when it hasn 't been redeemed by by Jesus christ and that 's what you see in these people speaking i 'm just going to read one more. Quote. This is from your column, actually, Robert, that you wrote this week. The, the column was titled, From the Laptop, and we're going to talk about Hunter Biden in a second, regarding that laptop, to the Mouse House. And you wrote in the column, you said, on a Disney Twitter feed, this is company president now of Disney, Now, not the CEO, but company president, Carrie Burke, said this. Quote, I'm here as the mother of two queer children. Actually, one transgender child and one pansexual child, and also as a leader. She's the president of Disney. She boasts, you write, right, of, quote, groundbreaking LGBTQIA content, but laments that, quote, we have many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories, and yet we don't have enough leads, unquote. There are not enough leading characters who are this way. So again, like you said earlier, it's never enough. It just needs to be front and center. So, Robert, why is the transgender issue being so forced down Americans' throats now?
2: Yeah, I recall when the uh, Defense of Marriage Act passed uh, back during the Clinton administration in 1996. They had another bill that was putting sexual orientation in civil rights law that was defeated at the same time Barney Frank the outspoken homosexual congressman from Massachusetts warned his allies don't put lgbt america they're not ready yet to go toward the transgender movement that will just alienate people that men in dresses bothers them just go for the gay stuff now he was very strategic But now they feel they've won everything else. they got marriage. They've got uh, homosexuality being treated as just another option. They've even gone beyond you're born gay to, oh, it's fluid and anybody can be gay. I think the move toward transgenderism is like the, the final act because it attacks God's creation of male and female. It attacks marriage at its core. It attacks the whole social structure. It's the nuclear bomb against God's creative scheme that benefits mankind. And so they're going for broke. They say, gosh, if we can convince people that there really isn't anything natural about sex, male or female, we can convince them of anything. We've got them in a uh, kind of a matrix of unreality. And therefore, then we can push the rest of our Marxist agenda. I do believe that the LGBT movement is a major part of the marxist agenda to overthrow america and turn us into just another uh cog in the in world government and uh, the socialist world and they're the spearhead if you undermine the family mm-hmm. which undermines churches now you've undermined the main force opposing the unreality you've undermined the people most capable of arguing for sanity <laughs> for reason <laughs> And uh, They know that. It's instinctive. This is why they hate the church. Uh, They hate Christians. They hate uh, observing Jews. Uh, They hate Israel. It's all part of a a Marxist worldview in which America is the bad guy, and we have to be taken down a peg and transformed. Uh, Remember when Barack Obama was about to take power, he said we're a few days away from fundamentally transforming America. Well, that's still going on. President Trump's administration interrupted it for four years, but as soon as uh, President Biden took over, uh, they came back in force on every level you can think of. They can only do it so long before people wake up. Although the left is very woke and Disney is is woke and trying to prove it, America is awakened. They've awakened a sleeping giant. I I think they're going to really
1: regret it. I certainly hope you're right. And I, I do think there can be a further descent, Robert, from homosexuality to so-called transgenderism, which is just a lie. You can't change your, your gender. But we're, we're now hearing in, in two other realms, we see this, this homosexuality, transgenderism entering actually the evangelical church with the issue of, quote, I'm a same-sex attracted Christian. When it starts getting into the church, there is a real, real problem because that, that's the only bastion of opposition. That, that's where the opposition comes from. That's where the objective truth comes from to push back yep. against this. And then secondly, you're now hearing rumblings that maybe the, the transgender movement is, is going to morph into what's called the minor attracted person. Adult, children, sexual relationships, which is even, again, yep. more depraved. So it seems like there, there's no bottom what the heart of mankind and how low it can go when it rules in place of God. Robert Knight with us today on The Christian Realview. We need to take a brief pause here. You're listening to The Christian Realview radio program. Would you like to help The Christian Realview continue broadcasting on the radio station, website, or app in which you are listening today? You can support us by going to our website, thechristianrealview.org, or giving us a call one 646 2233
0: when it comes to your health care, what are some words you would use to describe your experience with them? Comfort? Peace? Confidence? Well, at Samaritan Ministries, those are just some of the words our members use frequently when a healthcare need arises. Like these friends.
3: In 2016, we found out that our youngest son, Asher, had cancer. I will just never forget crying in the lobby of the hospital on the phone with the Samaritan Ministries person on the other end who ended the call saying, let's just pray about this.
0: When it does hit you and you really wonder what's going to happen, it worked. Interested in becoming part of a growing, caring community of Christians who not only faithfully share each other's medical needs each month, but also support each other with prayer and encouragement? It's affordable, and you can join today. If you'd like more information, visit us at SamaritanMinistries.org slash TCW. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash TCW. What happened to the church? How do you break down American Christianity? Whiteness has caused blindness of heart. That message that they're going out and taking the world is not you need to repent of your sin receive Christ. Instead, the message that you actually have is they are under the weight of racism or sexism or homophobia.
1: The proceeding is from Enemies Within the Church, a two-hour documentary film that exposes how social justice ideology is infecting the church. You can order the DVD for a donation of any amount to The Christian Worldview. Go to thechristianworldview.org or call one or write to Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota 55331. That's one 646 2233 or thechristianworldview.org. Thanks for joining us today on The Christian Worldview. I'm David Wheaton. Just a reminder that today's program and past programs are archived at our website, thechristianrealview.org. Transcripts are also available. Now back to the interview with Robert Knight. Robert, I want to transition now to another aspect of your column in our remaining time together here. and It was about the Hunter Biden, the son of Joe Biden, about the story regarding his laptop computer. I'm just going to read a few parts of your column here where you say the Washington Post, like the New York Times, so the two big leftist newspapers in the country, they have finally admitted the validity of Hunter Biden's laptop computer 16 months after the New York Post, another more conservative newspaper, broke the story. And they, they broke that story right before the election in 2020. Like big tech, these two big newspapers, Washington Post, New York Times, suppressed it. The story about Hunter Biden's laptop until after his father, Joe Biden, was safely ensconced in the White House. In a front page piece Thursday, the Post, quote, verifies key details of interactions of the Biden's family's vast business dealings, including Joe's brother, his name is James Biden, with Chinese executives. These guys run communist-controlled conglomerates like CEFC China Energy, which from which son Hunter Biden got $5 million. The verified emails are from 2009 to 2019. Now, it's a 10-year period when, quote, Hunter Biden was acting as a consultant to companies from China and, this is interesting, Ukraine, where the war is going on right now. His father, Joe Biden, was vice president from 2009 to 2017. So most of these years were years that Hunter Biden was on getting these incredible appointments to boards, companies all over the world making tons and tons of money. Last paragraph, the Washington Post neglects to note that President Obama appointed Joe Biden as point man for Ukraine, after which Hunter joined the board of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma, and he made $50,000 a month just to sit on that board. And this is when Vice President, you go on to say Biden boasted on video that he got Ukrainian authorities to fire a prosecutor from Ukraine who was looking into this, into Burisma, by threatening to withhold a billion dollars in U.S. loan guarantees toward Ukraine. And Then you say, remember, the Democrats impeached President Donald Trump for a phone call to Ukraine's President Zelensky at the end of which he asked him to look into the shady Biden dealings. Near the end of the piece, last paragraph, the post notes that an email from a hunter associate refers to a cut of the action, the money they're making, for quote the big guy, which the post says is widely described as referring to Joe Biden. So the question is, how was this story about Hunter Biden, which is just explosive? His father is running for president, his father is you know getting action for quote the big guy, how was this story discredited? And not covered by the mainstream media before the 2020 presidential election, especially when it involved the, the, the one candidate for president, Joe Biden.
2: The first thing that happened after the New York Post broke this story in mid October was social media removing the New York Post uh, from Twitter and Facebook, shutting down their account. I mean, you talk about censorship, it couldn't be more apparent that that's Soviet style. Meanwhile, the New York Times cast doubt on the veracity of the laptop and the Washington Post did too, and they ignored the story. And then at the same time, 50 veterans of the intelligence community issued a letter. And this included former CIA chief John Brennan, uh, James Clapper, national security chief. Uh, These are the big wheels in intelligence arena issuing a letter saying the laptop had all the signs of Russian disinformation. And so the New York Times and Washington Post said, oh, see, we don't have to pay attention to this because these guys have said it's just more Russian disinformation. They didn't look into it. Well, here they are 16 months later after Biden was safely in the presidency. And the questions that come up from Hunter's materials on this laptop are, are just enormous, total compromising and selling access to power with Hunter making many trips to China, one one of which was on Air Force Two. China's not our friend. China's now probably the biggest enemy we have. And there's uh, Joe Biden up to his ears with his family and in, 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 in many business deals with China and Ukraine. The video of Joe Biden boasting that he got Ukraine to back off and fire this prosecutor was... Uh, taken at the Council of Foreign Relations, if I recall right, right on tape admitting using US funds, a billion dollars in loan guarantees uh, to blackmail a a foreign country's president. And so Donald Trump calls Zelensky later and says at the end of the call, he says, by the way, are are you looking into this Biden stuff? It, It looks like it's getting pretty hot. And so he's impeached by the Congress of the United States for that call. Nothing happens to Joe Biden. Nothing happens to Hunter Biden. They're totally corrupt. Trump says, why don't we look into it? And he's the guy who gets impeached. A lot of Americans can't be faulted for thinking that the system is now rotten. It's rotten in the intelligence agencies. Certainly, the political ruling class is perverse and corrupt beyond description, and that we have to have a grassroots spiritual and political revolution to save this country from these people because they they seem bent on destroying what we have, which is a very fragile freedom system that our founders bequeathed to us while giving credit to God, saying that the only way we could come up with this system was because these rights come from God, not government, because men are too uh, sinful. But they are blessed by God and they're loved by God. And so two things are going on here. Human life is sacred, but man is so sinful, nobody should get too much power. The founders had that twin conception, which comes right out of Christianity. You remove Christianity, you don't have that understanding anymore. And man's sinful proclivities can run wild. So well said, and
1: I'm glad you brought that up because we don't cover this. of oh, Joe Biden, Democrats, bad, therefore Republicans, good. That That's not the point of this. The point of it is no. to show how corrupt, like you mentioned, the ruling class has become, that they can literally just get away with this. And there's no accountability for that. There's protection from it, from the mainstream media. And so, Robert, the next follow-up question is, this is the New York Times and Washington Post. These are left-wing publications. They never do anything that's going to not protect their leftist worldview. So why on earth? Would these two, the the Times and Washington Post, why would they be turning on Joe Biden now? Could it be that they want Biden out of office? And if so, how would that actually happen and who would replace him? Because we heard these rumors even before he was elected that he's just going to be a short term president and then someone else will swoop in. I'm assuming that would be the vice president, Kamala Harris. But is that
2: a real element to this whole story? Well, it's one of two things, David. Either uh, the New York Times and Washington Post feel they're safe in running this, so later they can't be accused of never covering it, and they'll run it once and then move on and ignore it, or they are sending a signal that Joe has to go. They're starting to prep for the idea of Joe's removal as president because he's melting down in terms of his brain power. He's making gaff after gaff, day after day, some of them very dangerous, telling U.S. troops they'd soon see action in Ukraine, saying that if Russia uses chemical weapons, the U.S., quote, will respond in kind, unquote, and also demanding regime change, saying Vladimir Putin had to go. I don't know how he could ever negotiate with Putin ever again, uh, calling for his head, basically. Not that Putin doesn't deserve to go. I'm all for that. I think he's evil. Uh, What he's doing in Ukraine, there is clearly evidence of his being a war criminal, and Russian atrocities are mounting. It's a terrible situation. But one reason we're there is because Biden got into office, uh, started strangling our energy industry, uh, and and that empowered Vladimir Putin and Russia to make billions of dollars in oil and gas uh, because the other countries turned to them. It's been an utter disaster. More than $5 gas prices at the pump. It looks like a calculated way to bring America down, uh, reduce us to an energy dependent nation again, and to force us into electric cars and be dependent on communist China, Hmm. which produces 80% of the rare earth minerals that are needed for car batteries. Why would we want to put ourselves in that situation? We're We're dependent on countries that don't like us. And one in particular that has, openly said they're going to replace us as the world superpower yeah. i mean this is uh this is a disaster unfolding it, it and, is you know you wonder is the lord uh is is he is he waking us up or is he judging us to the point where we can't recover i happen to think he's waking us up i think this is paving the way for a revival i think more people are going back to church real church not fake church and that uh, good things may be on the horizon
1: I appreciate your optimism, Robert. I would choose the other option, the the two options you gave. I I think there's a clear judgment of God on this country uh, just because of the the, the moral freefall and the corruption, and we've rejected Him, and we're just rejecting God. Now, can there be a revival, and should we work for that? Absolutely. We don't know God's timing. We don't know what the future holds for us. We're called to be faithful, stand firm, proclaim the gospel, proclaim biblical truth. In the meantime, we— just appreciate your doing that, Robert. I just have one more question for you, and again, Robert Knight with us today here on the Christian Realview Radio program. Go to our website, thechristianrealview.org. find the link for Robert there. it links over to his website, Roberthnight.com, and you can sign up for his weekly column. he will come right to your inbox for free, or you can email him directly, Robert Knight, the number four, at gmail.com. Of all the things you've talked about now with today, with from Disney, promoting perversion of the youngest the children among us those are the most innocent trying to pervert them to the corrupt dealings of our administration the Biden administration what they're what they're constantly pushing uh, everything that you as you said in your last answer was just harmful to this country like it's a calculated takedown to re- remove us as the power the superpower in the world we can say these things and we can look at the Biden administration and all the people, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and the leadership, Ocasio-Cortez and all the leftists and so forth. But the reality is those people need to be elected. I mean, someone's voting for them to get in power. Now, you could talk about the last election. I know, I know what what probably happened there. Americans apparently are going to the voting booth and voting for these people. Robert, has the common American, middle America person, ha- have they lost all their ability to discern right from wrong? Or does does the left count on people just having short memories or not paying attention or a, a constantly changing news cycle? How do these people get in power?
2: Well, the late great Rush Limbaugh used to talk about low information voters, people who just absorb what they see on CNN and MSNBC and see in the major newspapers. And they're only really getting one side of any particular story. The media have gotten so bad that they just flat out lie to people. It's not like a little liberal bias here and there, like there used to be uh, you know, steady liberal bias, but not like today where we're just being lied to in so many areas. Uh, if they don't take the initiative and seek other sources of information, like your program, uh, they're going to be in the dark and then they're going to hear promises that uh, everything is going to be great. And that, Democrats are going to expand the Free Stuff Army and, and provide everybody free college tuition, forgiveness of student loans. They're basically bribing people uh, to become socialists uh, without using the word, of course. I think it's, a, it's an information problem, but it is a heart problem, too. People are responding to what they think works for them. And you can bribe people into their own dependency They did that with the black population, destroying the black family with the great society. It's hard for people to overcome that kind of economic juggernaut that says you'll be better off if you just take lots of checks from the government. You're kind of a loser if you buckle down and get a job and get married and do the normal middle class things. That's just, uh, you know, white culture. That's part of the whole critical race theory that all the uh, and black lives matter, that the the virtues that allow you to ascend to a middle class economic existence are all just white racist aspects. You know, that's a terrible thing to tell people that uh, if you acquire virtues, you're betraying your race very hopeful development is that minorities are beginning to see that the democrat party has been taken over by hard leftists and they don't like it Uh, they don't want open borders they don't want socialist economics they don't want critical race theory taught to their kids they don't want their kids sexualized the hispanics are now uh turning on the democrats saying you don't represent our values anymore we're pro-life you're not uh we're pro-marriage you're not i'm praying that the truth gets out, that people see what's happening, and that not only will these what I consider evil people be removed from office, but that the Democratic Party itself turns around and abandons this leftist tide that has taken yeah. it out to sea. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're just going to keep getting worse and worse. But I hope that the uh, the other party, the Republicans, uh, doesn't listen to the liberals in their ranks Uh, which have always been in the way. They've always presented a problem. We've got that right now with three senators who are going to vote for Ketanji Mm. Brown-Jackson for the Supreme Court. Uh, And even though she's been revealed to be soft on child porn cases, uh, really soft on it.
1: Yes, and anyone who is unwilling to define what a woman is isn't qualified to be on our highest court. Robert? I want to thank you for for coming on The Christian Worldview today. We always appreciate your insight, just your worldview, which is based on the objective truth of the Word of God. And uh, we hope listeners uh, go away from this conversation more informed and more encouraged to speak the truth of God's Word, to realize that spiritual transformation of individual souls is the way that this country can turn and to be uh, more diligent in praying for those opportunities to have an impact in their own spheres of influence and within their own churches as well, strongly preaching the Word of God. So thank you, and all of God's best to you.
2: Thank you, David. Thanks for helping get the Word out. God bless you.
1: Thank you for joining us today on The Christian Realview. View. Thanks also to our Christian Realview View partners and Samaritan Ministries for funding today's program. In just a moment, there will be all kinds of information on how you can connect with this nonprofit radio ministry. We hope you have a meaningful week remembering the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Easter weekend, evangelist Ray Comfort will join us on the program. So let's be encouraged. We may live in a fallen world, but we know where the truth can be found. Jesus Christ and His Word are the same yesterday and today and forever. When you repent of your sin and trust in Him, God promises to save you for eternal life in heaven with him. Until next time, think biblically, live accordingly, and stand firm. The mission of The Christian Worldview is to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. We hope today's broadcast encouraged you toward that end. To hear a replay of today's program, order a transcript, or find out What Must I Do to be Saved? go to thechristianworldview.org or call toll-free 646 The Christian Worldview is a listener-supported, nonprofit radio ministry furnished by the Overcomer Foundation. To make a donation, become a Christian Worldview partner, order resources, subscribe to our free newsletter, or contact us, visit thechristianworldview.org, call 1-888-646-2233, or write to Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. That's Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331.
0: Thanks for listening to The
1: Christian Worldview.